everybody. Welcome back to your new favorite podcast. It's your boy, Keith B. This is episode two of the F Your Feelings podcast, a statement that's actually a question about faith, family, fatherhood, friendship, and everything in between. Um, as I already said, my name is Keith B. I got my boy David, my boy Mike with us again for, for another episode. Welcome, fellas. Hey, hey. What's happening, gents? Excellent, man. Excellent. So uh, so we got a couple of discussion topics uh, provided, some provided to us by some some good friend of ours. Uh, a shout out to our uh, uh, unaffiliated Black Panthers chat on WhatsApp. Um, and then in addition, you know, some stuff that, that we just thrown together. So uh, to just kick it off, uh, the first topic today uh, we're going to discuss is the, the influence of social media on today's society. Um, you know, so I, this, this honestly, this just kind of came to me um, really this a couple of days ago, just thinking about, I hate to say it, I was being petty in the moment because, you know, I was on my news feed and I'm looking at, you know, some people who I love dearly, like like family, but they always posting like everything they do. And I just felt for some reason, a sense of like jealousy, like popping up, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, why is this even happening? You know, and, you know, God bless the developer at Facebook that uh, implemented the unfollow button. Right. You know, that way I ain't got to deal with the drama of defriending this person because your real talk, like you living your best life. And right now I'm not. And so I feel some type of way. Um, what's y'all thoughts on that, man? Like, like, like how does social media affect y'all's day to day? Like, like, like do y'all, do y'all ever catch yourselves looking at social media and being like, damn, like, I wish I was doing this. Hey, I'm going to defer to Mike on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna defer to Mike on this one. I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go last because this, <laughs> yeah, man. Um. So, okay, well, I appreciate that. Um, first thing I have to say about that is, as I'm a little bit older than Keith, we didn't really have social media until like the end of college. So, I have a different, I have a different mindset when it comes to social media. For me personally, social media. I separate it. I compartmentalize it. You know what I mean? I know, like, mm-hmm. for example, people who grew up in it, people even after yourself, um, they feel like they have to be the person online that they are in real life. Mm-hmm. So for me, I put social media in boxes. You know, I use this social media site to do one thing, the other, something else. But it's, it, I think the thing that really that just ah that just gets me the most it's back to what you said man it, it anno- i get more annoyed not by what people are doing it's just what people are saying i feel like a lot of people use it just for nonsense reasons you know mm. not to say that i don't care that you washed your car for the 15th time this week you know that's that's cool i respect that but at the same time i don't really want to want to hear it and I'm not going to lie to you you know family <laughs> I will hit the unfollow button pretty quickly as well, yeah. and, and, and yeah. feel and feel nothing. You know, I, I, I I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of people whose stuff. You know, there's another button that Facebook made that I, whatever site they made that that really touched my heart. It's the snooze button. I'm like, yes, snooze this person for 30 days. You can come back. And not gonna lie to you, as a matter of fact, it hit me up and it said, you pressed this button three times in the last 90 days. Do you want to unfriend this person? And I was. Mm. <laughs> And I said, no, it it just, it kind of, it kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like in certain instances, it, 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 like, like, like the fact that that even popped up, I mean, it almost makes you think like, you ever ever, like look at somebody on Facebook and be like, 
why are we friends? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you you seeing the things they do and like their lifestyle, and it's like, man, like realistically, like we have nothing in common. Like, why the hell are we friends? You know, I don't know. So, nah, man. For me, honestly, I just look at um, the whole social media piece is superficial. It you is. know what I'm saying? A lot of times, I really like if I ain't talked to you in the last thirty days, then you know we really ain't linked up like that. So it's like watching your highlight reel. You know what I'm saying? And whatever you feel like you want to portray to everybody, then that's what you putting up. But you know, really, in truth, be told, life ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I really don't get too caught up into it, man. Um, Right, right. My biggest thing is jumping on for business or whatever like that. But you got people, bro, they they all in. Hey, I got new toothpaste today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's whitening my teeth and we're great, you know. But yeah. really, for me, life just ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? No, um, I feel you. I feel you. And then, you know, I mean, I don't, and I guess, so like real quick, because I don't think, you know, just to put it into context, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put myself out there. I was born in 88, so unfortunately, I'm, I'm part of the millennial generation. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's a good and bad thing. So, And I know, you know, social media, at least from an internet standpoint, you know, we sort of brought it to the table, right, with MySpace and then now Facebook and all, you know, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, like, you know, so so it's, it's, it's something that, to Mike's point, it got introduced to me, like, late in high school. And so since I was 18, it's really been, you know, a part of my life, but just for context purposes for our audience, what what, what year what were you both gentlemen born in? Ah, seventy six, man. Seventy six. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> wow, you are all the way. Anyway. You a fully grown <laughs> man, David. <laughs> I'm grown, grown. Hey, I'm grown, grown. Yeah, that's what I, I'm talking about. I was I was born in eighty one, so you know I just had a birthday uh, last month. <laughs> yeah, Yo. yeah, that's what's up, man. So yeah, man. So that's that's just something that uh, I don't know. Like you know, it's again for for, for me. Um, I'm in my early thirties. Uh, it's it's still something that's unfortunately is, is 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 ingrained in my life. Like you know, I don't know how y'all are. I'm constantly like you know when I'm at work or working from home. You know, I'm bored. I just pull up my phone. You know, I, yeah. I go on Facebook, go on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I, and, I will and, say though, bro. Like recently. TikTok, I've been learning a lot off of TikTok. You learn like from educational TikTok? piece, you know. Um, I've been learning a lot. People are doing a lot of cool stuff, and I go in that slide, see what's up, and then go back and check. And it's like, yo, that's kind of dope for real. Um, but really, man, like people be so full of full of it on, on Instagram and Facebook, it's just like, yo, man. If yeah. it, especially like a lot of a lot of folks that you know personally. It's like you full of junk. <laughs> right. Right. What? Nah, bro, just say it right. You full of shit. Like, it's, yeah, you're it's, straight up. Like, you just straight up full of shit. Yeah. I mean, um, you just went and rented that. Like, you you ain't living like that for real, bro. Like, come on. Right. I, I right. kind of want to talk about that now. You know, I know David, just, you know, from a marketing standpoint, none of us in this podcast are the target demographic of TikTok. So, how, sir, did you get on it? Man, um, I was in this this marketing class, and uh, the marketing class was like, "Yo, you gotta get on TikTok." Me being me, I'm like, "Okay, let me check it out." You know what I'm saying? I'll try anything twice. Let me see what's happening. And after that, it's just my news feed tailored into a lot of business stuff. But 
I'm not on that dancing, bro. Like these younger cats, they nah. I'm not. not no, I'm good. You know that Millie rocking, bro. Nah, I ain't doing it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> That's funny, bro. Like I got on TikTok, so like it's funny because you know David just said he, you know, he see people doing cool stuff. He's learning things off of TikTok. I'm on TikTok for all the wrong reasons, bro. Like it's just like for me, it ain't nothing but. Uh, Really, a whole bunch of women twerking. <laughs> Butt cheeks. <laughs> right. And then people doing just craziness. Like, I, I, I find it hilarious. Like, you know, and, and not to venture off, but like, I just feel like black people in general are like all like many comedians, right? Like, you get a, a black person a camera and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a mic, and bro, like, something funny is just going to naturally come out. Like, you know, and so... I'd be on TikTok, bro. I've been on TikTok for about a whole hour just watching pure foolishness, though. Like, you know, um, it's entertainment. Like, I can't even, I can't even front. Like, it, it, it makes me laugh. It makes me smile, and uh, it keeps the day going. So, you know, that's where I'm at with it. I like, I, I like how that sounds, man. Um, that, that actually really kind of makes my day. Just listening to the way people use it. I've never even considered being on it, to be honest with you. What? But. But other social media sites, for example, I learned recently that I've been on Twitter for 12 years. Whoa. I love I, I, I know it. <laughs> man, I love I love Twitter. I really, really do. I may not tweet a lot, but I read a lot. I've learned so much on that site. You know, it's like now I can talk about Twitter like it was an era in my life. Oh, back back when it used to be, you know, whatever. It used to be wild. Twitter's not wild at all. Well, it's still wild, no, but it used to be wild back then. Let me tell you what's wild, and I really like. I don't know, like I'm still not that deep into it. First and foremost, like maybe this is me, but I feel like social media is all being orchestrated by Satan. Like, and I, and I say that because the internet just has so much foolery on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so this next one I was about to bring up, Reddit. I knew it. Like, do y'all, oh. y'all ever be on Reddit? So I told my wife this. I said on Reddit, you are two clicks from pure porn. Two clicks. Yes. You are yes. no, no, really, no, no, no matter what. Yes. For for example, I'll tell y'all exactly how I use Reddit. I have a very specific purpose for Reddit. I use Reddit for stock advice. I use That's Reddit right. for um, information about like health and fitness. I, and I, you know, I, ha- I have very specific needs that I use Reddit for because you know there are things that you can just find instantly in Reddit. Reddit to me is kind of like a modern day. Um, what did we call them back in the day? Um, uh, not news groups, uh, forums. It almost mm-hmm. reminds me of like a yeah. modern day forum. You know, each each subreddit is its own country, basically. That's how it feels to me. Yes. So yes, for example, um, and I, and and of course, everything has to have foolishness. Foolishness. I like the uh, the am I the a hole? I like the the tifu. I, I like those things because they entertain me. Because I know a lot of them are real, but they're hilarious. But anyway, it's, for example, yeah, you can. It shows my age, though, bro. I have no clue of what Reddit is. Oh man, <laughs> well, man, yeah, Reddit. We put you on Reddit. Reddit. Yeah, yeah. We, we put you on Reddit. We, we need to stay. We yeah. need to stay here for a few minutes. Yeah, Reddit. Reddit is amazing, David. Reddit is literally whatever you want it to be. Literally, I yeah. I got on Reddit initially. Like I said, I wanted to learn about trading stocks, and then I went down the rabbit hole. I found cryptocurrency groups. I found people that are trading options. I found people that are investing. I found people that are doing the most. 
I found everything. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and, and let me get let me give you the scope of Reddit, David, in case you wonder. I have people right now, you know, for example, Keith, you have your specific reasons for um, TikTok. I know people have very specific reasons for Instagram. And I was talking to this guy. He said, I said, man, you on Reddit? He's like, yeah, but I use Reddit for one reason. I said, what's that? And he started laughing. So I knew where he was going with that. <laughs> the there we go, the foolishness. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. He, he, you know what he told me? You know, he told me that the reason he uses Reddit is because he goes to look up the young ladies on OF. That's the only reason he uses oh, Reddit. Okay. <laughs> that's the only reason he uses it. That's what I'm talking about. But 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 that's, David, that's, that, that's what we're telling you, man. You're never more than two clicks away. You can be in world news. Better yet, don't go to world news because world news is something else. Some, any, but that, that's, that's a Reddit thing that I learned. World news is not world. Right. But Reddit, Reddit can go in a lot of different directions. Um, one that I actually came across, my buddy put me on in college. I had to get off that real quick was Tumblr. I don't even want to touch Tumblr because Tumblr is like unedited Instagram. Yes. And it's, it's, it's on a whole nother level, babe. Like, Wait, that's the yellow and black joint, right? Is it? No, 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 no Snapchat. No. You talking about okay, Snapchat. Okay, yeah, Snapchat. So yeah. Snapchat, Snapchat ran by the devil too, bro. It's all it right. when, when, when it's we have guests, <laughs> when we have guests, um, one of our friends, I love the way he explains the rise and fall of Tumblr and how Tumblr changed once they removed the porn. Oh really? so, yeah, 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 yeah. He, I didn't he, know they did that. Yeah, they they removed it, but then people stopped being on Tumblr, so they had to put it back. <laughs> now that's the kind of thing, man. They done found, you know, saying Pornhub. Yeah, they went straight, brother. Yeah, ain't no playing no more, man. So, so yeah, even Snap, man. I mean, Snap, you are never, you're never a follow away from the rabbit hole, even on Snap. But you, all right, but real talk, like, so I love Snap, you know. Remind me, like, because when Snap first came out, I thought it was literally a messaging platform that deleted the message. Like, it was like creep central. Like, like if you was trying to, like, creep on the side, you had a Snapchat yeah. and you could talk to your side piece and the messages were always delete after 24 hours so ah. you could get caught. That's what I thought it originally started at. So now I mean, you be looking at phones and like, who, yo, you got Snap? <laughs> well, right. I ain't got I no Snap. I mean, I, 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 see, see, I have Snapchat and I love Snapchat, but that's not why I love Snapchat. Yes, <laughs> that, that is 100%, that is 100% accurate. You're having a conversation with someone, once they view the message, the message is gone forever. Forever, ever. Forever, ever. Right. Yes. And and but yeah, Snapchat is um Snapchat is actually by definition not a social media platform, meaning that you can't see who I follow, I can't see who you follow. Oh you basically live in a homogenous little world. The reason I love it personally is because as you all know, I'm very uh very protective of my kids. So because on Snapchat, you know, you can see you can see who views your snaps. You know, uh, the copycats have taken that. If someone presses the screenshot button, you can see that as well. I mean, obviously, you can't stop someone from taking another phone, then recording it, not and or screen recording. But nevertheless, you have a better opportunity to see who is looking at your stuff. You know, I have a very small group of people that look at my stuff, so I am more likely to post my kids. 
Right, you know, right. or my real location. You know what I mean? For example, I, if I'm out of town, you won't see me posted on, you know, the socials, any of the Zuckerberg sites. You won't you won't see me. Right. You know, like, like I went I went out. of I went out of state a couple of weeks ago. I posted a picture today. Mm. You know, I'm at home. Right. Oh, OK. We got That's off the rails, y'all. I knew it was coming. But yes, I, so David I just got snapped like honestly like a couple of days ago. I love um, it. Because my homeboy, he was like, yo, you got snapped. I'm like, man, I don't know about snap. And I ain't me and him haven't chopped it up and see. He's like, yeah, you jump on snap and it's easier to communicate back and forth. It is. Like, okay, no pressure. You know, so um I jumped on there, but I ain't even I ain't even dive into it. It was just like me and him catching up, like trying to link up. Um, and, and it hit a dude's trip, bro. But it wasn't, it wasn't that that heavy. You so, know? well, oh, go ahead, Mike. You, you want to know what I use Snapchat for? To be totally honest with you guys, okay. I, I use it to watch plastic surgery. That's uh, that's real interesting, Mike. <laughs> why, why watch plastic surgery, bro? Like, what is it about? I, I mean, I'm into it, man. I, I'm, I'm really into it. I like, I like watching the the augmentations. I like all that. I watch, um, like Doctor Miami. He shows his actual surgeries on Snapchat. So I sit and watch oh, wow. it. It's fascinating. So I follow like probably about five or six different physicians on there just looking at their technique. I'm just into it, man. You know, some people like that stuff on TV. I like it. Hey, if you like it, I love it, bro. and titties being augmented. Like... <laughs> Well, I was about to say, like, I mean, can he turn me into Drake? Like, what, what, like, yeah, what yeah, kind of surgery can he do? Yeah, 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 man. They'll hit you. Know they'll, 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 make my know. hairline come back. Make me light skin. You know. I, don't, I don't think you want that part, but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I think they can. Um, <laughs> I, they can definitely hook you up with like they can do ab etching. That's a thing. Really? Yeah, ab ab etching. Ab etching. Yeah. Now that's some shit I ain't never had in my life. So right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep me wilding. Yeah. So so, but but David, to answer what you, what you're talking about is it, it, even at uh, non social media social media sites in terms of communication. I don't know if you guys have heard of Signal. Signal was in the nah. news a while ago. Uh, what's the, what's the spy dude name? Um, the one that was in the mm. news a couple years ago. Uh, what he did. He was he was get, he was selling get, uh, I think he was selling government secrets. That guy. Oh, bro! I mean, in my line of work, we hear uh, about that all the time. <laughs> um, I can't think. But anyway, Signal is a secure platform where the conversations are fully encrypted. You can set your conversations to delete after a certain amount of time. It's basically an encrypted, actually encrypted WhatsApp. So they got the Mission Impossible app where the message self destructs. Yes. After you, after you hear intro. Yeah, like Snapchat. After you, if I send you a snap, after you see the the message, it's gone forever. And I, you know, man, I didn't believe it. You know, me and our other friend, uh, our friend who's very detailed, uh, he and I actually did research. We did a deep dive, read the white pages of Snapchat's website. He even downloaded all the data that they have on him, and they only have timestamps. So when the message is gone, the message is gone. Whereas on IG. IG, their white page says that the messages are no longer visible after 24 hours. It didn't say they deleted them. It, it said they're no longer ways. visible. You can't see it. Right. And I switch? That's that's I IG. Switch. Oh. Now, now I'm talking about the other one that Oh, that signal. 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 Yeah. Okay, but yeah. yeah, let me man, let me let me I love signal, man, because you know, like Keith sig- signal's great because you know, for example, like Keith and I have really unique conversations. I feel more comfortable having the type of conversations I want to have on signal. 
Because I know that when the conversation's gone, it's gone. See, and I don't know, man. Like, and, and I guess I'm in a part of my life where, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm even though I'm young, I feel old because yeah. I'm starting to get to a point where I, don't, I really don't care no more, bro. Like, I love I don't, it. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, now, now here's the thing. Anybody that knows me knows I, I, I'm, I, I try to walk, you know, and like I said, I'm an imperfect Christian, right? I've already been cussing on the show. So, you know, y'all, if y'all listeners out there, don't be judging me. Pray for me. Stretch your hand out, Brother Keith. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But, like, at the same time, I, I really just have love in my heart, you know? So, anything I say is, is, is from a place of love, not in spite or to be offensive to anybody, you know? But at the same time, I'm at a point in my life where, like, I don't feel like I need to govern my opinion on things, right? Like, right. You know, especially in, in, in our country, right? I mean, like, you got the crazies out there every day protesting about, you know, whatever, like, you know, on both sides of the fence. So, like, I just feel like if you have a voice, everybody's voice is, is worth being heard, um, you know. And so, you know, if, if I say something that's offensive to someone, I mean, if you if you bring it to my light and give me knowledge that I didn't possess before, then I may retract what I said and apologize, you know. But then if I have the the... The evidence or the, the the concrete platform in which I'm defending, then no, nah, I'm, I'm gonna stand by what I'm saying. So you know, Love that's, it. that's just where I'm at with it. You know? Now I think that's that's kind of like the basis of the whole podcast because you know what I'm saying my feelings is valid, no right. matter no matter how it jump off. You know, that's how I feel. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 I'm wrong, then hey, you know. My bad, but like it ain't. It probably won't change how I feel or my thought process. Right. And if you know what I'm saying, you come up with something that do, then cool. You know, it gives me another another you know lens to look at it. But on everything, bro, like my feelings is is my feelings, and that's valid enough for for me to run with. I ain't. I don't care what you think, like for real, right. bro. Right. Like honestly, I I hit forty, man, and the effort button was just like, <laughs> right, <laughs> like. No. Man, Right, for real. <laughs> Damn, if you like it, it don't matter to me. Right, That's what I'm running with. Did we have Did we have our first f your feelings moment, David? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, big facts. Yeah, yeah, man. So, all right. So, I mean, any any last remarks on the social media joint? You know, um, I think social media, in in a lot of ways, has been a good thing. Um, and you know it's funny. Like I was in my mind, I was thinking about a a, a lyric from Wale. He said, uh, "God give you talent, but the devil make you famous." Ooh. You know? And so it, it kind of makes me think about some of the innovations that mankind has created, right? You know, and when I say mankind, I mean men and women. So you know, don't know about the trip, but you know, a lot of times we'll create something for real good intentions, but then the human in us will take it and flip it, and you know. And, and go in a totally different direction. Like I, I bet you, whoever created Tumblr, whoever created Reddit, their intention was not to like create a platform to, you know, promote porn on that like, on that level, right? Like I mean, they got dedicated websites for that. You know what I'm saying? But that's just that's that's just people. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. And so um, when you look at some of the good things it has done, it's brought people together. It's brought communities together you know, um, allowed you to tap into um, a community that, you know, may not be one that's surrounding your local area, but 
is is in existence and then you can you know vibe with them um like i recently joined uh uh is it naga i think it's naga uh, oh, yeah. national uh, association yeah african-american yeah, yeah yeah exactly and so like you know and so i i looked up a local chapter on the facebook group you know i was like okay cool i didn't click join yet because i'm you know still trying to fill out you know everybody i see on the page you know what i'm saying <laughs> but nevertheless you know it, it it social media does provide that platform that can bridge you to those communities so i do think that's a that's a positive that, that came out of it so i say that's a big salute man because i'm a, i'm a member of naga man um that's what's up. Yeah, it's 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 pretty dope, bro. Like just to see so many um, black folks out there, you know, that support the Second Amendment. Is, right. Uh, that's 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 dope in itself. Because a lot of times, whenever you talk about about weapons um, and guns, you feel like you 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 alienated. You you the only one. Like you know what I'm saying. But uh, it really shows you that it's a whole community out there, especially now. That's that's for real about. That's for real about um, guns and um, and getting to it and training for real. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And so just to jump, so we're going to follow that a little bit to get into our second topic. Yo, shout out to my homegirl, Carrie. Carrie, you know, brought us some some recommendations. Uh, uh, a list of them were vegan, <laughs> being a vegan, gun violence, birth control, and will Biden make it to a second term? I thought that last Jesus. one was hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, they better leave the guns alone. I tell you that. <laughs> I'm about to say right, <laughs> and so they like, won't take we your guns. In, we're not. We, we're not necessarily going to gun violence, right? But just to, to jump on the gun situation, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, like, keep it 100. My, my, my pop, uh, growing up, he was always in the guns. Like, always. Me, I was scared shitless. Like, wouldn't touch one. Like, legitimately, like, he forced me to buy one. Um, when I got married and, and bought a house, he was like, you need something like hip. Like we, we going to the gun store, nigga. Like, like you going to buy this shotgun today. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that went down. Um, but even then, like to this day, I still haven't shot that particular gun. But what was crazy was, um, you know, I swear the pandemic, the, the pandemic woke up so many people. It woke up a lot of black people. Yeah. It woke up a lot of black people because I saw on the news and they were reporting that um, black people in America were purchasing guns at, at a very high rate, and it just and I was like sitting there watching news. I'm like, y'all too, like you know, because yeah. you know you watching the George Floyd. I mean, you watch the Ma Arbery, you watch George Floyd, you watch um, Louis Castillo, and it's like you sitting there thinking like, no, not not all. Well, well, the Ma Arbery, you know, that was just pure redneck, you know incident and, and in those moments I'm like yep that was some, nah, that was some bullshit straight that up. was some bullshit right and in that, that incident I wish he would have had a gun on him you know that way he could have defended himself Agreed. but you know the other ones obviously were still the police officers and I'm never going to advocate for anybody retaliating against police so I'm going to tell you right now um, you know black people like you know when incidents happen from this is just me speaking being real like you know stay calm survive the situation you know and then fight it on the back end because, you know, the, the, the boys in blue, you know, whether they want to see themselves as a gang or not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you go after one, you gonna have a whole squad coming after you. So like, it's best to just stay calm in that situation, respond to what the officer's saying and, um, and, and go about it that way. But that's just my advice. But, but on the other end for everybody that ain't in blue and you want to mess with black folks, you know, 
I I I think every black person in America should at least own one one weapon. And I ain't gonna lie, like during the pandemic, I went to the gun shop. Uh, I bought me and my wife a pistol. Um, it was a uh, Smith and Wesson uh, M&P shield. Um, we both that same day actually took the class to get our license to carry. You know, and then like a month later, I bought a rifle. You know what I'm saying? Because at, at this point in time, man, like you know. I just feel like every every black household, you got to be able to defend yourself because you never know when something's gonna pop off. So, um, what what are y'all what are y'all thoughts on it? For me, man, like um, to be honest, I've always loved weapons. I've always loved guns from a kid. I've always been fascinated with them, you know. So, it for me, going in the military and learning, you know, the proper techniques and going going that route. It was I, I was loving it. I was in the arms room, bro. They made me an armor, and I'm taking guns apart. I'm like, hey, this is like Legos to me. I'm I'm, I'm right. having a ball, you know. Um, but then again, man, like for me in Panama City, I grew up a, a, amongst a, a lot of people, bro. And a lot of times it was, you know, my partners that was out there in the country, they had shotguns and everything else. Like, you got a gun? You got a gun? Yes, let's go out and shoot the gun. Um. But I, I just grew up around it, you know, and it, it wasn't a negative. On 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 one hand, you've seen the negative, mm-hmm. but then on the other hand, you know, the weekend we going out hunting. You know what I'm saying? We going grabbing hogs and we eating good. Right. So it was it was that that dynamics, man. That that I really fell in love with guns. On the other hand, for for us as a community, bro, it was always demonized. Right. Even with me just having them, like you got a gun. Right. And, and, and that it began getting to the point where I got in the car, like, you got your gun with you? Right. Yeah, I got my gun. <laughs> right. I bought it in this register. I sure do have my gun. Right. Um, and I train with mine. And that's, that's my biggest piece, bro. Like, we have so many new gun owners that have weapons, but they don't train with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So whenever something happened, guess what? They fumbling. They stutter stepping. Right. You know, my thing is, if you're going to get it, get it, train with it, and know it just like, you know what I'm saying, you know your favorite pair of shoes, or you know, you know, your favorite video game. You know every every little cheat code, the whole nine to it, so I need you to know your weapon like that. Absolutely. You know, and when something happens, I need you to know what to do. Right. You know, even, even when the police stop you, you know what I'm saying, I need you to know what to do in those situations, because the, the big thing is... A lot of times, us as a culture, we escalate things without even knowing that we're escalating. Right. Because it's our culture. It's, it's For us, it's like, hey, what's happening? How you doing, bro? Like, what's good? You dapping each other up. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Not even knowing that's an escalation. It's a good escalation, but it's still an escalation. So on the other hand, whenever somebody stops, it's like, hey, what, what you stopping me for? What's the problem? What did I do? Right. And you know what I'm saying? Somebody that don't run in that culture, they're like, oh, you being aggressive. Exactly. When I'm not being aggressive, that's just my natural culture. That's that's who I am. That's what I'm around. That's right. how we talk. So that knowing those pieces, those those are the, the, the intricate details of understanding, okay, I got my weapon. Let me know, you know what I'm saying, how to move in, in and out of these situations. Right. So no, yeah, I'm, I I resonate with everything you just said, bro. I mean, like as soon as I bought mine, like you know, we 
took the training class. Um, it, it was hilarious in Texas, and I don't I don't know if it's like this in every state, but in order for us to get our license to carry, we had to pass a shooting exam. So like they literally made us, you know, have a target. You know, she had to buzz it. You know, we had to pop off so many shots. You know, within like a five or ten second um, uh, uh, clock, and uh, you know, and, and, and they judged your accuracy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so they 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 would not give us our license if we didn't pass that shooting exam. Oh wow. Yeah, so it was it was it was it was kind of intense, but nevertheless, like that motivated me to keep going and keep practicing. Um, to your point, bro, like you know, I I I did it just like I do everything, bro. I jumped on YouTube, you know, you go on YouTube, you type in, you know, how to shoot a gun, well, you are gonna find a whole list of uh, people who done made videos on you know all different types of weapons, you know, techniques and you know how body posture and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, I started out there. You know, I practice at home, you know, obviously, you know, nothing in the clip, you know what I'm saying? And, and then not pointing it, you know, pointing in a safe direction, you know, just practicing aim, um, you know, figuring out which eye dominant I was. And then yeah. uh, and that doing dry all fire that, is critical, bro. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, man. I, and then you know what's funny is like I, st- I got it originally for protection purposes. But then as I kept going to the range, I was like, man, this is actually fun. Yeah. Like, like it's almost like going bowling or something. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like, oh man, like, 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 you know, let me see if I can hit this from this this many yards away, or you know what I'm saying? Like, well, what if I do this? You know, like change it up. Like, so it's 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 actually really enjoyable. Like, I almost anybody that I've advocated to to go and try it, once they started trying it, they found themselves liking it as well. Absolutely. So. We just haven't had that type of access. That's that's the that's the key. We right. haven't we haven't put it in that in that type of lens to go out and say, we're going to have a date night. We're going to go to the range and then we're going to go out and have a nice dinner, come back, you know, and you sharpening your skills or what we, that's just not privy to us. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Mike, you got any, uh, yeah, actually, actually, I kind of want to tell a, a story, a quick story, but a long story. Um, I'm from my, my dad was, uh, a military police officer. So I have always been exposed to firearms my whole life. You know what I mean? I've always been exposed to weapons, pistols, rifles, that sort of thing, you know, being from a small town. Um, however, I never really thought it was for me, you know, until later, my dad sat me down. He was like, son, I really think you should, you know, get something, protect yourself for your family. So going back to social media, one day I get on, one day I get on Facebook, I see an ad, I see an ad for this company called preeminent security and i was like man i I put my wife i said man that lady looks familiar i know that lady from somewhere i know this lady so i called a number because you know we were thinking about taking the class in orlando and then um we realized that that was david's wife (laughs) that's why he laughing (laughs) (laughs) realized it was david's wife and Randall was like david so i was like i text david i was like hey bro is this your company he was like yeah yeah man he's like i you know lord's bless me i do this full time and i was like really so 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 yeah you know like i said me and david were cool i had david's number on my phone anyway so i text david and um because my wife you know she really wanted to take the class so we got with david she met david she she come back rave oh man you know david is awesome he's cool i said yeah i know you know (laughs) so you know (laughs) And and really, man, the fun part, but the sad part is, you know, what I learned from David in that short amount of time really changed my whole view because he told me numerically, 
protection is not even top three reasons people purchase firearms. Right. It's not even top three. So, you know, of course, I had an opportunity to go shooting. I think I went shooting with David twice or three times. But it was one of those things. I started viewing it more from a sport lens. Mm. And as a matter yep. of fact, I got my team at work to go twice with me before I left. Um, and just really getting into the science behind it. You know, I thought about it the way that a lot of us think about cars. You know, mm. learning that you're able to customize. Oh, man, I don't like this trigger. Oh, man, I don't like the pressure on it. Oh, man, I want a scope. Oh, man, I want these different clips. Oh, man, I want to paint my barrel. You know, all these different things that people are doing. And then you realize, which, you know, for example, the place that David took us, to me, I consider it like Best Buy. It's the Best Buy of guns. You know how in Best Buy you walk in, you see all the phones or whatever, you touch them. It's the same exact concept. It's literally the same. So I actually sat there one day. Um, the people in these establishments are excellent. I met this guy. He was uh, retired. He was, uh, I forgot what, what he did specifically, but I was like, man, what do you think about this, 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 and this? He broke it down for me really quickly. David comes and David was like, I want you to try this. David put the canic in my hand. <laughs> oh my gosh. Keith, have you ever shot it? Nah, bro. Nah. Bro, it is, it is, it is amazing. Smooth. It's smooth. So, so even with that, man, just um, my wife and I really, it was something that she and I enjoyed to do together. Like he, like David said, it really became like a couple's event. It was something fun. Hey, we're gonna go to lunch, we're gonna go to the range for a little bit, and then we're gonna go back home. We had a nice day. So in terms of like how I feel about the whole process and all of that, um, the laws are a little different where I live now, but it's something I definitely still want to pursue, you know, of course, within the laws and, and the training and the requirements. There, 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 is a, there is a lot of red tape, understandably, in this market. I do, I completely understand, you know, the, the history in the 80s and the 90s and so on and so forth. I get it. Right. I do. So that's that's that was something that um, we have been working through to be compliant in order to, um, you know, make right. make these things happen for us. So, yeah, I'm all in, man. I, I, I like it. I, I definitely would like to. Uh, truthfully, for me, I would want to get into it to, to possibly do competitions. I don't want to just buy a firearm and let it sit on the shelf. bro. Like, what what is the point of that? Really? Right. And right. especially yeah. as black people, that's not something that you see a lot of us doing. I actually met a, I met an older gentleman um, where I used to live. And he told me, he, he told me that he used to do Glock competitions. Yeah. And he oh, was wow. like, yeah, he was like, he didn't see a lot of people like us out there. You know, yeah. you're out there, you're winning prizes, you're, you're winning firearms, you're winning all these things and just the experience. And for people yeah. to see people like us, like, wow, you know, you know, sometimes I think we as black people forget that we stand out in different ways, in different ways, um, and they're not always what people perceive as bad. Right, so, right. you know, you see a black face out there at a Glock competition. You're like, man, I, I didn't know, you know, and, and right. it goes back to exposure. A lot of us culturally aren't we're not given the same experience with uh, or or have the relationship with guns. You know, we're Absolutely. taught, oh, man, you know, if you, if you have heat on you, they're going to get you. They're going to take you down. Absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah. but what about the people who have legal gun ownership? You know, let's focus on those people, the people who are teaching the safety, the people who are teaching the love, the people who are teaching the sport, you know, because you, you you see it now, man. You see the way that people pretend to hold their weapon. It's like, OK, you clearly don't know what you're doing. Right. 
<laughs> clearly you don't know what you're doing. Bro, ain't nobody doing this, bro. Right, right. That's right. that's not you real. Turn life. it to the size, like, bro, you ain't hit nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I ain't even scared. Like, no, you know, no, I'm like, not really real, worried that's about what you. We doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> But nah, it's it's changing the narrative though for real, man. Cause like even kids, you know, you got kids getting scholarships and all these other things mm-hmm. that's out there shooting that our kids just ain't privy to. And that, you know, and that was one of the big things. Um, whenever we're talking about our culture, and that's what at first that's what really jumped it off with me and Mike. I was like, man, we got there's a whole nother world out there mm-hmm. that we're not exposed to and we're missing out on. Right, right. And that's that's like yo, like everybody looking at golf and all this. I'm like man, these kids shooting long range rifles and, and and doing it in the Olympics and getting paid. Yeah, yeah. You like, know, but we I'm ain't touching this. that. We 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 hands off. Like we no guns are bad. No, they're not. Right, right. What you about to say something? Like? I say even with that man uh, living where I live now. Um, I've talked to Dave about this, just alternative sports. You know, I know I'm trying to take advantage of my kids' natural interests. You know, I have one of my children. I think that she'd be excellent in archery. She's shown interest in that, and she's three years old. You know, Mm. why not give her that opportunity? You know? Okay, Katniss. Right, right, right. She, (laughs) Man, you know, she she loves Brave. She thinks she married her from Brave. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, so, So even that, man. Different opportunities that a lot of us, you know, who as a as a small child said, "Oh man, I want to try this archery thing." None of us said that. Right. I can tell you right. that now. That wasn't unless you were privy to that, unless you grew up around that. That's not something that a lot of us grew up wanting to to consider our pursuit. Right. And for us as parents, not closing those doors. You know, you want to open that door. Let's let's open it. Let's yeah. gain the understanding. Let's see if we really love it. You know, if we don't, cool. At least you, you know what I'm saying, you're educated about it enough to talk about it whenever you're in the room. Right. Absolutely. It kind of blew me away. Like, the last time I went to the range, uh, it was a a dad there with his two kids, and, like, I think his daughter was, like, maybe 12, 12, 13. Right. And, bro, like, when I say she was, like, hitting that thing, I was like, oh, I didn't even know. Like, I I was looking around, like, is this okay? Like, yeah. I know y'all kind of free in Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a real thing. What age them it is, but yeah, yeah. that's a real like, thing now, for real. Especially, especially with um, females, especially mm-hmm. females, bro. Like mm-hmm. right now, yeah. their shooting community is going crazy. It's it's, yeah. it's wild, bro. Like, and to be truth be told, for me, I feel like women shoot better than dudes. Yeah, organically. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Like straight up, yeah. you know. Yeah. The lady that uh, so like my our instructor who uh, who's teaching us how to shoot a hand pistol, um, she was a or excuse me handgun, um, she uh, it was a lady like yeah. you know uh, like I would say she was probably in her late forties early fifties you know white female and uh, you know she demonstrated a couple times bro like she pinpoint accurate <laughs> like yeah. you know that grouping was tight <laughs> so yeah man. Do you guys yes. watch uh, YouTube videos on it? As a matter of fact, even with the shooting community, I've noticed that I watch, um, I have a number of YouTube videos that show up on my feed. And yeah. it's a number of young ladies, actually, who uh, lead the videos, you know, who make the videos, yeah. produce the videos, et cetera. And it's just, even with that, I find that interesting. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's getting big, man. It's getting real big. Um, 
So, yo, real quick, before we end uh, today's episode, just want to throw our social media out there, you know, since we touched on a little bit, uh, to our audience, uh, if you want to drop in, drop us some feedback, uh, some critique, you know, maybe some other discussion topics, stuff that you want to hear us talk about. Uh, we got a Facebook group at FYF Pod, uh, you know, F Your Feelings Podcast. Uh, our email address is FYFpod at gmail.com. And our phone number is 407-243-8449. Drop us a line, uh, uh, any sort of message. Uh, let us know what you think of the show so far. Um, if there's anything in particular you want us to touch on, by all means, uh, just uh, drop us a line. So, again, we want to thank y'all for coming back to, to our, our, our new podcast. Uh, you know, we having a ball. You know, uh, thank you both gentlemen for, you know, doing this, uh, including – uh, myself, like I, I know this is all kind of stepping out of our arena, so you know, just want to <laughs> say thank y'all to, oh, to, to, to y'all, bro. You killing it. I, that's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know we got some yeah. feedback, right? Huh? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, oh yeah. So before we close, so so, so what's the feedback, Mike? Okay, what's so feedback? I, I've had actually like some some people uh, contact me directly. They have some questions about episode one. They wanted to know about Magic City. Keith, uh, if you haven't heard episode one, please go back and listen to it. It's an excellent episode. Keith talked about Magic City. Yes, that Magic City. Oh, so, uh, ATL. Yes. <laughs> the first question was, uh, did your wife attend with you? Uh, no, absolutely not. So, like, listen, like, this is not something like, oh, man, like, in the middle of the pandemic, yo, let's turn up, go to Magic City. Like, that's not how that shit went down. Um, my homeboy was getting married, and uh, he's originally from Atlanta, you know, or not Atlanta, like, uh, damn, he always tells me. It's right outside Atlanta. But anyways, most of his people, you know, they they from that area. And so, you know, we flew in for the bachelor party, uh, and, you know, shout out to my boy Mike. I ain't going to, you know, throw his whole name out there. I ain't trying to put him on blast, but, you know, uh, my boy Mike, uh, you know, recently got married. And so, yeah, man, so, like, we was there for the bachelor party, and like you know, I, what was crazy was like you know I was a I, I was actually in the wedding party, but um, you know it was mostly like you know I didn't really know anybody else in the wedding party, uh, especially on his side. And so you know we all got together, you know it was cool, chill. Um, but yeah, like that night, man, we started out. You know, first and foremost, you know, love Atlanta, like love seeing like you know beautiful chocolate people live their best life. Yeah, big um, facts. I forgot. For I think I think the first club we went to was uh it was called sweet lounge uh real cool spot real dope you know uh, if anybody ever run through atlanta you know it's a definitely spot you should check out but then from there we went to magic city now bro like you know you gotta you know i'm, I'm gonna tell you straight up bro like i, I i'm a i'm a church boy like like real talk i grew up in the church like I, I really didn't get into a whole lot of foolishness as a kid um my daddy used to scare the shit out of me so like i really wasn't about that life like I was you know yes sir like you know we you know Sunday school and, and all that good old shit you know excuse me language you know but I and, and I love the Lord so don't don't sit there and judge me out there in the audience you know I, I love God <laughs> but real talk um you know I didn't, I didn't really get into that so like you know prior to that uh in Orlando I actually went to you know it's crazy dude, uh people you work with uh you know I went to two strip clubs in Orlando uh prior to going to Magic City but um, outside of that, man, I really hadn't been nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never been to King of Diamonds or nothing like that. Or even growing up in Tampa, never really experienced something. So, you know, Magic City was like, that's something like all the rappers talk about. So, like, bro, like, real talk, 
Bitch, I was as giddy as a kid on Disney. <laughs> I was just like, bro, I was like, oh shit, bro, we about to go to Madison. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, even my homeboy, <laughs> you know, he was looking at me like, you alright? Yeah, 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 like, oh, you know. And so, like, we get there, you know, and I didn't even like. It was so crazy because my homeboy Mike, he got two two wrong girls, you know. Um, I ain't gonna say their names, but shout out to both of them. Um, when I met them, you know, I was like, okay, they real cool. You know, I guess they one of the fellas because, you know, it was a whole bunch of bros around. Bro, like, we got to the to the door. They worked the door. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is like, this is nice. Like, so y'all got a nice little connection thing, bro. Like, so, you know, and my homeboy Mike, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he had already set up everything, you know, like, you know, got to the door. We ain't had to wait in line. You know, I mean, he already had like a wild amount, bro. Like, I felt so embarrassed because, like, this man saying like, embarrassed. Real talk, yeah. Because let me finish the story. Real <laughs> talk, like, buzz going now, and they drop like bands. Like, I'm talking about when I say bands, like we had like a little weird private section, and it was, we really only had two girls in that section, bro. Like, I want to say they walked away with at least two grand a piece, easy. Like, just from us, like they was throwing bands. Meanwhile, I'm going to the lady like, "Hey, let me get, let me get uh, sixty dollars and one." And then I felt bad after this. I was like, "Okay, okay, go to the ATM." But I, oh. I was like, "I know, bro. I got hit with the surcharge, like seven dollars." And then I was like, "Okay, let me get a hundred dollars and ones." And she was really, she she literally looked at me like, "Really, like, nigga, you, you know, <laughs> like that's what you doing when you come in?" Yeah, that's what you're doing. I'm like, clearly, I don't come. And, and like I told, listen, I got I got a son. He go to Montessori. Bro, hey, I, I got, got responsibilities, man. I, I got, got That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I ain't, I ain't made it yet, bro. I'm still in my wilderness. You know what I'm saying? So you don't come sit here and judge me. But, you know, so you know what I'm saying? I get a couple ones, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, um, you know, my homeboy, they all living it up. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I, I'm just vibing, bro. Because, like, real talk, like, you walk in and you thinking it's just, like, pure debauchery everywhere and it's really not it's actually kind of chill bro they serve food there like yeah. like some some dope like like i heard about the fries and the lou williams yeah, lemon pepper wings i heard they're amazing hey so yeah, bro. did the pandemic exist in there like it was anybody face covering the young ladies <laughs> anybody <laughs> listen and i and i ain't gonna lie bro like you know people gonna judge me it, it is what it is at this point but uh, well, I hadn't even had my uh, vaccine shot by then, so like you know, I was really just stepping out there. But like, you know, I, like I ain't missing out on Magic City, like you know. So you know, so I was like, you know, bro, like so I went in with a mask on. You know, I went in, bro. Ain't nobody got first of all, nobody in Atlanta believes in, in the pandemic. I'm right. this one hundred, like, and I ain't even talking about like the white people, like oh, da, da, da. like you know, no, bro, like like it's bros and, and, and sisters walking around. Nah, dude. Uh, we was in Sweet Lounge. Nobody had a mask on. Straight up. Not even worried about it. Not even worried about it. Still twerking on random folk. Like, you know, wasn't phased by it. So Magic City was no different at all. You know. Wow. Like, you know. Now, I think they did. I, now, real talk, they did check the temperature before you walked in. So if you had a fever, they did turn you away. You can't catch uh, in here with a fever, but I, <laughs> after you get in the dose, I'll bet yeah. off. But that asymptomatic no, like, is okay, right? Right. I mean, and then, you know, I'm saying that, like, I mean, you got to think about it like this. You're going to wear, first and foremost, like, again, like, 
I'm used to like strip clubs where like, you know, the girls usually keep the bottom on. Bro, like, ain't nothing on. Ain't a nothing booty on naked. Ass. <laughs> but, but ass naked, bro. And I'm just sitting there like, y'all ain't cold. Like, I know y'all cold. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you know what's so crazy? It's like, okay, like for the first 10 minutes, I'm like mesmerized. About 30 minutes in, I'm just like, yeah, this is normal. Like, this is what they do. This is what they do. They just walk around. And you know what's funny when we walked in? So like, you know, because we had just came from Sweet Line. So, you know, we was kind of dressed up, like, you know, button ups. You know what I'm saying? My homeboy had a blaze on. And so, like, you know, we looked a lot different than a lot of other people that was in there. And so, like, it was so funny. Within the first five minutes, bro, we had, like, five girls just flock around us. Like, ooh, where y'all at? Where y'all from? Y'all look like y'all, you know, coming from somewhere nice. One girl struck up a whole conversation with me, and I'm like, homie, if you only knew, I only got $60. <laughs> That's all I got. Like, you are not about to get this money from me. You better talk to my own boy. You know, this is, this is, this is not my day. Like, it, it took it took enough money for me to get out here, let alone, you know, have to fund somebody uh, college. But, yeah, man. But, but now, nah, dude, after a while, it was, it was real chill, man. Like, you know, everybody was vibing. Like, you know, they were serving food. And cause you know, and what was you know something else like you know I, I always I'm a little leery about uh, how females you know how women see, I hate calling females how women feel about you know the strip club but in Magic City bro there was a lot of women that were there that you know obviously weren't dancing like you know like they was with they with they spouse with they partner and it was just chill you know and so uh, it was it was real cool man it was real cool so that's 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 my little story so that's that's. To answer the question number one, I don't know what question number two is, but go ahead. And, and, and. Oh no, that that was it. The, the, um, it it was about. Um, I actually forgot my question, but yeah, you you answered everything. <laughs> Anything I even thought about. Only thing you know what? Did, did you eat any of the Lou Williams lemon pepper wings? No, bro, because like you know, after after the seven dollar surcharge, bro, I was just like, you know what? Let me hold on to the little bit of money I got left. So I just uh. I just went to bed a little hungry. Oh, bro. That's he balling on the budget. He ain't had nothing but 60 beans, bro. Like, bro. That's all I had. That's all I had. We got to make this stretch. For our yeah, audience, uh, Lou Williams is an NBA basketball player uh, born and raised in Atlanta. He is an Atlanta legend on the court and in Magic City. He now plays for the Atlanta Hawks, and he is known he his for his wings, signature baby. lemon pepper wings. And if you don't believe me, the article was on ESPN.com. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, nah, man. If I ever get a chance to go back, I, I'll definitely make sure I get a you know plate of the wings. You know? But um, but yeah, I mean, nah, man, it's it's cool, man. It's 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 dope. It's not as bad as people make it sound to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, it's it's actually a pretty chill environment. So, you know. But uh, but yeah, man, so that's my story. But uh <laughs> Any, so, 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 so no more questions? In, in no, and, and to, uh, I, I think I, let me tell you how the question, the funny thing about the questions um, it's, it's amazing that it was unofficial feedback. The only reason that those questions were asked, I think because I was editing the show and I think my wife heard the question or, or something along the lines of I was just, just chopping up with my first cousin and he was like, man, I got mm. questions. I was like, what do you mean you got questions? He said, I want to know everything. I was like, what you mean everything? He said, no, everything. I was like, sorry, right, I'm going to ask Keith when I see him. But um, so if you enjoy Keith's story, which is a reality, please, Keith provided our socials earlier. We are on Facebook. We are on IG. Um, I think those are our main two platforms right now. 
Tell a friend. Uh, we are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, we're also on Podbean. So, yeah, pretty much anywhere you look for podcasts, look us up, FYF Pod. You'll see our logo. You'll know that you found the right place because you will see the names Keith B. You'll see David and you'll see me. You'll see Michael. Excellent. Excellent. Well, again, man, thanks everybody who uh, tuned into this episode. Uh, looking forward to making many more. Thank you for my brothers for being on this podcast with me. And uh, mm-hmm. may God bless everyone that, that, you know, gives us the time of day to listen to our Tom Fooler. So, <laughs> Excellent, man. Take care. I appreciate y'all. Yep.